Welcome back to the Driveway Beers Podcast with Mike and Alex. As always, we appreciate you listening. Please rate us on all the podcast platforms. Like, subscribe, comment, share wherever else you're listening, and enjoy the show. All right, welcome back to another episode. Thank you for joining us as always. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share if you're on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, which seem to be our two biggest platforms. Uh, please rate us on those uh, on those platforms, uh, either thumbs up or stars, one, two, three, four, five. If you give us a one, that's fine. We've gotten those before. Uh, good old Benny thinks that we make them dumber. So, you know, if we make you dumber, let us know. I want to thank Brian Schilling with uh, com. If you need a real estate agent, please go with the best in the area. You do not want to navigate this real estate market with a real estate agent that does not know the market or the area. Uh, Brian also has great contacts in the mortgage in- industry. If you uh, really, if you have no idea what you're doing, you need to get an a- agent that can guide you through the process, and he will do that for you. So go to AnnapolisHomeExperts.com and go check out Brian. It is free to meet with him, um, but I guarantee what he's going to put in front of your face as far as a pitch for what he can do to you is going to be what you want. Uh, I use Brian. I was extremely happy with the service he provided me. Um, I don't think I could have gotten a better deal on the house that I bought when I used him, and that's is probably the biggest endorsement I can give anybody. So thank you for joining us. I have a gripe. And this is literally going to be the Grind My Gears episode, for the most part. Because <laughs> I, I got a lot of gears that need grinding right now. We both work for a living. This is not our job. <laughs> Shocker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if anyway, I haven't figured that out yet. This is not our profession. We suck at this. But thank you for listening anyway. Uh, the best thing I could say that we do about this is that we put out a show every fucking Tuesday. And by the way, in about a month or two, it's going to be three years. Right. And for those that are listening to this show, this is actually episode 150. So somehow we've been doing this for 150 weeks. Right. So no one can say that we're at least that we're... Like at, at least we're persistent. Yeah, right. We're per- <laughs> persistently bad, yeah. but we're persistent. Um, and honestly, I, I think persistently bad is probably really a good description of it because I think to this day, no one really listens to the show. So, you know, we got that going for us. Yeah. All right. In my daily job, it's mostly a desk job. Uh, a lot of emails flying back and forth. Um, I needed to ask an expert in our in our area about something that I wasn't well versed on so I shot the person an email I said hey look this is the situation I got going on can you give me some guidance before I actually write an, uh, 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 a, 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 a I forget what they call it white, it's not white paper it's like an official response that I had to give out oh so I had I, I, this was going to be like representing my company Formally, so I wanted to make sure I got it right. Mm-hmm. So I made sure to ask the right person. Normally, I would expect an email response with the answer. I was fairly clear in what I was asking. Mm-hmm. Immediately when he responded, I knew you like, 
do you ever get the feeling that you, you know you're not dealing with a serious individual or someone like like I got the response back and immediately the eyes rolled back into my head like oh god I gotta deal with one of these fucking people <laughs> like this is a guy it, it immediately wants to make it a phone call right <laughs> I'm like fuck man can't you just write this to me like give me give me a two sentence but I, I I don't got I don't need the Magna Carta I just need a yes or a no right so he's like, hey, uh, well, you know, let's uh, let's get on a phone call. We'll do a Teams meeting. Mm. And now it's got to be a Teams meeting? Now you got to look at you? I got, I, all right. So this is definitely a video off conversation, right? <laughs> and I'm like, look, bro, I can't do it today. I can't do it tomorrow. I, look, how about Friday? I, I, like, I, let's, see, let's see how serious he is. Can he, is he working on a Friday? He's working on a Friday after fucking noon. Oh wow! I offered Friday morning. He said, "No, how about Friday afternoon?" Like, fuck you, all. okay? Well, Friday at three thirty. At three thirty, fuck you. It was three thirty. Oh, he he did he he did the the meeting invite, sent it to me for three thirty. Hey, buddy, I can't make it for three thirty. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. How about Monday at nine thirty? I come back with the Monday at nine thirty. The counter. Monday morning meeting. I see. I counter you. <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> and of course, he says yes. Yeah. Monday at ninth. Of course, he's working. Why wouldn't he be? Right. Because the rule on Fridays is. You don't want to be late getting off early. Fuck. My rule on Friday is I ain't working. <laughs> Unless shit's falling down, right. I'm not working on Friday. <laughs> Send me the bullshit emails. I'll read them on Monday. Yeah. So anyway, he resp- I get the reply back on the original email, and I scroll down to the bottom of the email. And I'm looking at the email signature. And I see he, him mm. on the bottom of the, uh, right in the, right in the signature. And I'm just like, oh God, I got to deal with one of these fucking people. Was there a Ukraine flag somewhere in there too? Not, not on this one. No, oh, not, okay. no. But. What about a mask emoji? But here's the thing. In our agency or company, whatever you want to call us, you could see the person's picture. Right, and the person's name. By putting those two together, like sometimes names, if people change their name, whatever. Okay, sure. Sometimes people but, have names that are what uh, unclear. But but generally, if, if you're gonna if you're switching if you're doing the gender switch type of thing, generally you change the name to go with the gender a little bit. Like you know, like, like Samuel becomes Samantha. You know what I'm saying? Like if you want to now be known as her, I'd be Michelle. Sure. Yeah. You mean right? Alexandria? Alexandria or Alexandra, whatever. Yeah. I change it up a little bit, right? Dude's name is Pedro. You don't need he, him. No. Pedro pretty much says that for me. Yeah. Never mind the fact, your picture looks like a dude. <laughs> I wasn't not going to call you he, him. Are you assuming? Maybe I was. But, you know, in life, we I think it would be social cues. Right. So I think if Pedro, with a picture that looked like a dude, somehow thought that he was a woman and put she, her in there, that would make sense. Sure, yeah. Right. If you're, if you're kind of, if you're, if you're switching it up. Yeah. Without switching other things right, so up. Like everything else looks like, it, like you think, oh, this is a dude, but oh, no, the pronouns say she, her. Like, okay. Yeah. Thanks. You know? Well, and the funny part is, so there was another person on this email. Who also responded? Mm-hmm. Same fucking thing. He him. Your name's fucking Leon. I know you're a he him. I got that from the name Leon, not Leona. 
Leon. Leon. Not Leandro. No, not Leandro. Not Lynette. Nope. Leon. Okay. I'm a gonna. I'm. I'm assuming you're a he him. You don't need to put that in yeah. unless you're a she her. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so, off the jump, I'm more like now I'm pissed. Like now I, I got to deal with this fucker. Not only do I got he him in the fucking signature, I got Mister Phone Call, who wants to make the the response to this fucking real formal. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, I don't live in that kind of like. Look. I am damn good at my job. Because I don't bullshit. Mm-hmm. I'm in, I'm out, right? Yeah. I get I go directly that you ask me a question, I'm direct with strike the answer. Strike hard, strike right fast. In there. Like you have no questions what the answer is. Right. I I laid it out like hard and firm. No ums, not maybes, not well, I don't know. Yeah. No, fuck it. Two plus two is fucking four. Yeah. That what's two plus two, Alex? It's fucking four, John. <laughs> Thanks for answering. I appreciate that. You're welcome, John. I'll see you in three years when you need me again. Right, right. This guy. Now I gotta be on a call with him at nine thirty Monday fucking morning, and I gotta. I, I guarantee you, this is gonna be an hour long conversation of him just rambling the fuck on. Or asking me 20 questions that I don't know the answer to. Right. Or 20 we, questions that he should know the answer to. Or that he doesn't need to know. Yeah. To answer the question that I have. Can I fucking do this? Yeah. Can, can I tell the person that they can do this? It's a yes or no. Right. You're the so-called expert in this fucking thing. You're the one that should be all learned up on it. Is it yes or no? And stand by your goddamn answer. Mm-hmm. If you fuck it up, no one's going to know anyway. Mm-hmm. No one's going to know. So I had to deal with him this week. He, him. I dealt with he, him. Him. Yeah. Dealt with him. All right. I get to deal with him next week, too, apparently. Fucking bullshit. Okay. So you got... I wonder if he doesn't want to put it in the email because he doesn't want to be held down... To like, oh well, this guy said I could do it. So if it's like plausible den- uh, deniability, yeah, I don't fucking worry. Because you want to know what's going to happen after this phone call? I'm immediately going to r- write him an email and saying, pursuant to our conversation, I just yeah. want to be clear. This is what you said. Yeah, and he's going to have that shit in email anyway. Mm-hmm. I know I played this game. I know yeah. how to deal with these assholes. Right, right. If he was fucking cool, no, I wouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. Email would have gotten deleted. Yeah, all all record gone. Mm-hmm. Except for the ether that it goes into and that someone saves it somewhere. I don't know who does CIA. Yeah. Some some guy in a room is saving all my emails somewhere. So of course so I'm I'm what's the right word? I'm already ramped up from from this. Okay. I'm like I'm I'm just I'm just triggered. I'm triggered by it. I don't know why, but I am because that's what I do. I get triggered by stupid shit. I'm going to pick up the kid. At school, sitting in the car. I turn the car off because I'm going to be sitting there for 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. I don't want my car running the whole time. You're wasting gas. Wasting gas. I look on my phone. I, I, I text some people. I do some tweets. I'm having fun. Motherfucker in front of me has an electric Jeep. I already fucking hate him. You bought the dumbest car on earth. You got an electric fucking Jeep. Is it the Wrangler? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so Jeep a- Wrangler. Electric Jeep Wrangler. So a green, a green Jeep, bro? Yeah. Ugh. 
Like, you know, anyone who's listening to the show knows how I feel about cheap rooms. Uh, like, buy the real thing. Yeah. Buy it with the four or six cylinder engine. You're not doing anything good for the environment with that thing. Right. Why did you? You don't need to get the electric version of that ass vehicle. Okay. You're not rock climbing in the e jeep because you get stuck wherever you are because you lose your you'd run out of battery. <laughs> You're not rock climbing in it. Right. You'd get 10 minutes of rock climbing before your shit just stalled. <laughs> right. And another Jeep row with an internal combustion engine would then pull you out. Right. And hopefully tow you all the way fucking back to town where you could then plug into a charger and wait five hours before you could go home. <laughs> Douchebag. <laughs> so he's sitting there in front of me, bumping his fucking music. Let me guess. The music was bad. I couldn't. It, all I heard was bass. Hmm. Now look, I'm I'm a rap. I like rap music. I love some good bass in yeah. my music. I will drive down the road thumping my shit. I fucking t- I changed out my stereo system in the Yukon so I could thump some shit. Yeah, I'm not against thumping music. But thumping has a purpose. I'm sitting outside the goddamn elementary school listening to this asshole's music. Got a neighbor behind me. Do you hear this shit? I texted her. Do mm-hmm. you hear this shit? She goes. Someone bumping music? <laughs> like, yes, this asshole in front of me with the e-jeep. Yeah. What are you, 15, 16 years old? What do you do? Like, are you, wait. I wonder what bump, I wonder what thumping music does in an e-jeep. Because those amps draw power. I'm sure he's just, I'm does sure. his he, range just going, doom, his, doom, doom, yeah, doom, his, range from, his range went from 100 down to 20 in like 10 minutes. <laughs> but I'm like, you, like, what do you, you, you think that the fifth graders think you're cool? You grown-ass adult. And then, of course, he's also the asshole who has to get out of his car. Oh, uh, the put in the car seat. Yeah. Like, bros, if your kid is not a car rider, if you have to get out and put him in the car, he's now a walker. Get your ass out and go get him. Yeah. Go retrieve your child. You're slowing everyone else down, I just, well, asshole. So my kids are in sack now, so I don't have the pleasure. I've done the car line once this school year. Yeah. Because um, last year I did it all the time. And I'd see these people, and then... This year, at least they're getting everyone nuts to butts. Like, they're oh. getting the cars compressed, you know. Um, so, but when I see people get out, like, and then they're, getting, they're putting the, the car, they're doing all, like, my kindergarten gets in, and they say, yo, we go. <laughs> I don't know what condition he's in back there. <laughs> now, he's the third kid. Okay. So, I like. I tell you if my kid's buckled. I don't. I, I think he's in the car. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he we, may. We got to go. <laughs> he may be in here. Yeah. He may be like hanging on. Like the door might be open. Right. Yeah. But he close the door. <laughs> he'll figure it out when he flies out. Yeah. Right? He when, won't, he, when he has to tuck and roll, he'll yeah. figure it out. He won't do that again. Right. Um, but, well, it's, it's, you know, first kid, you're neurotic. Second kid, you're probably normal. Third kid, you're like. Borderline negligent. (laughs) (laughs) Here's some pop tarts and a fucking frosty. (laughs) Good boy. We go to baseball and like, where is he? I don't know. He's with all the other third kids somewhere. (laughs) Right. Like they found a pig skull in a conch shell and they're like, (laughs) Danny, look at this. What the fuck is that? (laughs) Like you guys, like you've literally become Lord of the Flies. (laughs) That looks like hepatitis. (laughs) Not fun, (laughs) right? Like. Poking a dead squirrel with a stick. You're right. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, I remember that. Like, I get so frustrated. Like, my kid's in the car, I think. Go. 
And they're like, oh, let me put your eight-point safety on. The kid is in fifth grade. You're, you're going three. You're going less than a mile down the road. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking real. Everyone who, who lives over a mile from the school gets a bus. Mm-hmm. So anyone who's in that car line should be less than a mile from the school. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right, look, they ain't going to die because yeah. you ain't hitting shit because there's nothing to hit on the way from the school to right. your house. It just doesn't. <laughs> just, what are you going to do? Hit a speed bump? Yeah. The, the kid might hit their head. Yeah. Then it gets better. Another one of these dumbasses decides to park where the buses go. Oh, that used to. So, okay. So let me just paint the picture. There, there's, there's, uh, your you drive. Uh, there's two lanes parallel to the school. There's, there's going into the school and then the the line going out of the school. And the one going out of the school, it goes in double. So there's two that go. Like through to pick up the kid. Like those that's where you pick up the kid. Well, the ones that come into the school single file. Single file. To the left. To the left. So they do cars to the left, buses to the right. Mm-hmm. And the cars know not to block the buses because the buses they're trying to get them out, right? To no fail. And look, we are now in February. This is months what five? Yeah. You gotta know get the fuck out of the way of the bus. Yeah. Or at least when the bus comes, know to move your shit. Mm-hmm. No, this these motherfuckers in these huge ass SUVs. And look, I got one of them, but I know to keep my shit to the left. Mm-hmm. None of these people do. What always made me laugh is when we were all in line on the left, mm-hmm. and someone like come up and pass everyone. Like, oh, <laughs> everyone but you, <laughs> right? Like, why are all these idiots sitting in this line? <laughs> Like, can't believe they didn't think they go around, <laughs> dummies. No asshole. And then they get stuck on the curve, so the buses can't make the turn. Can't make the turn. Well, and then the worst, the, the, the absolute worst, and I guess this, they're probably actually better, is when they go and they got the ass sticking out so the buses can't get by, and then they realize it, and now they're trying to do the 80-point turn <laughs> to try and somehow squeeze their ass in. Yeah. And it's just like, you, you're stuck. You, you, you already did the deed. Just wait it out at this point. Yeah. You, Everyone knows you're an asshole. We don't need to see it right, 80 so points. S- when, when you're the one that thinks that they can make it through the intersection. Oh, yeah. And then the light for cross traffic turns green. Everyone's beeping at you. Just sit there and take it. Like, you you earned it. Just wave. Just got to go for it. You're, <laughs> you're there. Like, you should have stayed at the stop line and not go to the intersection because you should be able to realize that, oh, hey, there's no room for me. But... I got roll the dice. I got one more. I probably got a couple more, but this is the this is. I'll I'll let you take it from here. Mm -hmm. Individuals picking up their kid from said school. They're outside, mind you, because they let the walkers go to -hmm. the parents who are outside. This parent or adult, whatever, is wearing a mask outside. Mm. Outside, not around anybody. Like that means he walked to this school by himself with the mask on. I just when I see people like that, I, I wonder like, aside from nothing, what's what's going on in their head? Like, are they that bought in? They're saving the world by not spreading their germs, or they have a, they have a flight the next day and they can't catch any germs that way. Nobody else cares. Why do you? And here's, like, what are the, I mean, there are a whole bunch of 
shitty things that came out of 2020. One of the worst was like this this thing that people have this right to not be sick. Like, I'm sorry, <laughs> getting sick is like a natural part of existing as a biological life form on planet Earth. You're going to get sick. You don't have a right to not be sick. And I, I was talking to 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 uh, one of my wife's friends, and you know, she's like real super into the COVID. She's a branch comedian. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like, well, what if you got me sick? I don't know. You t- take some Benadryl or or Nyquil, like everyone else does. <laughs> you know, I'm immunocompromised. You are. What 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 did you do before, in 2019? Right. You took some Benadryl or Nyquil, like everyone else did, and you got through it. But they have this thing, like they have this right to not be to not be sick. So I'm like, okay, whatever. You're gonna get sick. You know, like I have three kids. I'm gonna get sick. Some some of these people, it's it's like the people that still drive around in their car with a mask on, alone. Yeah, like somebody fucked these people up. Yeah, and they they are not going to come out of it. They just, I think they like it. Like I I took, I had to, I took my car in for some service, just oil change, transmission, fluid change, whatever. And it's just easier for me to take an Uber, either to pick it up or drop it off or whatever. The Uber drivers aren't wearing this shit, and they come in contact with more people than anybody. Right. But this guy in suburbia who comes in contact with nobody, works in his basement like I do, mm-hmm. is wearing a mask. Yeah. Walking outside. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Anyone who's listened to the show for a while, we talked about a person we know in the, in the neighborhood. When someone suggested that the high school kids be able to do a, a graduation walk through the neighborhood, right? Get a little congratulations. And this person was like, oh, well, we can't walk around each other. A breath wake? It was the breath wake. Oh, Lord. Like, literally, someone was going to breathe out forward, walk through their own breath, but someone behind them was going to walk through their breath and get COVID. Like, that's yeah, how fucking so mentally deranged some um, people are. It's like wake turbulence. <laughs> so in in aviation, like if you have a real big jet that takes off or lands, and then a smaller aircraft coming in or getting ready to take off, they wait for the wake turbulence to dissipate. Now, wake turbulence is a pretty serious thing. Like wake turbulence from an A three eighty can put like a CRJ on its back. Mm-hmm. Like that's how you know it's just like if you're sitting on the side of the road and a big truck drives by and then you feel that rush of air, like it's the same thing, but it's that object, like a 747, is a lot bigger and moving a lot faster. Mm-hmm. So it's that much more air. So it is something to be considered. But like, what, do we need clearances? Well, that's also pushing air backward. Right. It's like standby. These are people pushing air forward. Right. So they just, t- like, we need an air traffic controller in the neighborhood. Like, oh, let, let uh, you know, delay your departure. Wait for the wake turbulence from the other guy, the breath wake to, to, to dissipate. What? No. You people are nuts. But I, I don't feel like these people are ever going to recover. No, I think they're bought in. Um, I think they did some serious damage to a bunch of people. Um, and I think it, a lot of it's because they liked it. And see, I don't like being told what to do. Mm-hmm. And I hate being told what to do. And I'm distrustful of the government anyway. So you put the government telling me stuff to do. I'm, it's, I'm just like, no, I'm resisting. I'm just going to not do it because I don't like you. Out of principle. Um 
Well, at least if it would have came out that they were right. Okay. Wisconsin, they're well, completely well, wrong about everything. Right. But, but let's say they were right. Yeah. We're not in that state anymore. We're not in that situation yeah. anymore. So why are you still continuing to do and this then the, shit? And then the versions, version, variant of whatever of COVID now is so, it's so weak. Like it's. It's literally the flu now. It's even, not even the flu. It's a At cold. Best. I mean, like, so my wife had it the other day or the other, like three, four weeks ago. It, it hit her like a flu. Yeah. Some people it's going to hit like a flu. Body yeah. aches, pains, chills, whatever. Yeah. Five days, six days, she's fine. For me, I, if I've gotten it, I wouldn't know. I haven't. I haven't felt it yet. Um, so it's it's going to hit different people differently. But let's say it hits you like the flu. You're still going to make it through. Yeah. Like she still goes to work every day. So here's the. So people with these masks on. That's not the best way to not get COVID. You know what the best way to not get COVID is? It's to not test for COVID. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> But I, I'm pretty sure the guy with his, his pronouns and his email signature is wearing a mask in his basement by himself. Like I, I don't. These people shouldn't trigger me, right? And for the most part, the EG bro, whatever, fine, fuck it. I don't care. I don't. I, I barely. I, I gotta see him once every five days, maybe, because yeah. I'll be in line next to him. He's more amusing than anything else. But the guy, like, the fact that the guy with the pronouns and it's got, I got to do the phone call. I mean, technically, he's like three or four spots above me in the food chain. Like, these people are succeeding in fucking life. Right. Like, not that I've tried. But, I mean, I don't think there would be a place for me because I don't buy into this shit. Right. Like, if I apply and on top of my resume, it doesn't say he, him on there. Or Zer or whatever fucking pronouns are in favor. Up. Yeah. Yeah. I might not even get a sniff at a promotion. Yeah. But again, I I'm assuming though, because I haven't tried. For various reasons, mostly because I'm lazy and I like my job. Mm-hmm. Because my job lets me be lazy. Uh, <laughs> look, if you got a job that lets you do what you do best, you kind of should stick around. You're like it. a pro athlete. I, I really am. Like yeah. some kids want to be baseball players. Listen, man, I, 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 my wife hates it. I, sh- I shouldn't say she hates it because she likes the paycheck. But the funny part is she went to school for eight years. But she makes less than I do. <laughs> and I went to school for four years and barely graduated. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hey, hey, you can't hate me for making the most of <laughs> making oh. the most of my smartness. So I did a I did a retirement workout. You, you, it's a. You go online. It's not. It's just an estimate. Yeah. So I showed my wife the number, and she's like, "What that?" I said, "Yeah." She goes, "I said, but it'll probably be, it'll be a lot more than that, but that's just based on today's numbers. Like, when it's the actual day, it's going to be a lot higher." She goes, "Yeah, but this number's nice." I said, "I mean, it's all right, but I, she's more this is better." Yeah. But she's like, "That's so messed up. You're going to make." Twice what I make doing nothing. <laughs> I said, I don't have to go to the mailbox to get the check because it's just direct deposit. That's right. Every day she's going to go right in there. Every two weeks. She's yep. like, that's so effed yep. up. I was like, check the wrong box. 
But I think some of those signatures, though, it's some people. Most of the time, I think it's a virtue signal. That's a, that's all it is. Especially right. like, you know, my name's Mike. So if I put it in there, like, okay, and then my bearded face, like it's pretty clear what how I, I am, how I present. I guess is the way to, to put it. Right. But. Some it's a virtue signal. I think some of them want to say, like, hey, look, I'm on the same team as you. Mm-hmm. I'm an ally. I'm, yeah, I'm Wolf. a good guy, which to me is just another version of a virtue signal. Some of them might think that they're saying, hey, I'm a, like, I'm a safe space. Like, you can come and, you know, if you're – but of all this stuff, I don't – I know plenty of gay people. I've run into a couple people who are, who are trans or kind of in that neighborhood, and – they just live their lives. Like, I don't. They say, "Oh, it's so dangerous to be trans." I was like, "Where?" Right. Like maybe in the hollers in West Virginia, it might not be advisable, or you know, some at some like church where they're like handling steaks, it might not be advisable. But in average suburban America, I don't think anyone cares. For the most part, no. Nobody, look, can we say nobody cares? No. Because yeah. everyone's got a cletus somewhere. Right. That, oh, these people are. Yeah. But until you really fuck with them, they really don't give two shits. They're going to badmouth you behind your back. But they're probably not in contact with you or have anything to do with your life. or yeah. any of this. They're not They're not making decisions that are going to affect you anyway. Yeah. But... And, and look, the other thing is, not everyone is going to think the way you want them to. It's just not going to happen. It hasn't yeah. happened in the history of the world. Right. But in this day and age, like you said, why why was it dangerous for you to be trans right now? Because I have an uncle who was gay in like, the, he came out as gay in the 70s and 80s. Probably kind of dangerous then. I mean, you that, know, that, depending well, on where. Well, so he... he he moved to D.C. Mm-hmm. And even in D.C., it, it was pretty... It, you would get beat up on the street for being gay. Like, people would wait outside the gay nightclubs and just decide, today's the day, we're going to go We're gonna go hunting. Yeah. And to be honest, like, my uncle would always tell me a story, like, a lot of gay people in the 70s and 80s learned how to fight because of that. It was out mm-hmm. of necessity. Yeah. And eventually, they stopped getting beat up on because they were they were the ones beating the other people up that came at them. Like yeah. they learned self defense, right? Or they carried guns or whatever it was. And he used to tell me, uh, he goes, <laughs> try to think. I'm just gonna say it the way he said it. He goes, he goes. Uh, I never knew. I never knew a queen who couldn't fight. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, and yeah. basically, you know, basically, you didn't know a gay guy who couldn't fight, yeah, because it, it was out of necessity, right? Mm-hmm. But as time went on, like in the nineties, late, it was more like late nineties, early two thousands. A lot of that dissipated. Um, and for trans people, until they were started doing this, like the trans like uh, strip shows or trans story hour. Or like, oh, like the drag queen story hour. That's all, right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Trans, yeah, that's what I meant. But like with the kids involved. 
you know, it, it is a widespread no. But there are those things going on. Yeah. And then you see, like, the, the, the videos of on TikTok from these teachers in the schools pushing this stuff. Oh, yeah, where they take down the American flag and they put up the the whatever flag with all the stripes and... It, or, or even, like, even something more subtle. Like, there was a picture of... Um, it was the, the trans flag, not the pride flag, but the trans flag. Mm-hmm. And then, like, one the upper left-hand corner, and this was in middle school, they were talking about sexuality. But it wasn't like... It it was like polyamory, yeah, yeah, like things that before ten years ago was not. The, 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 <laughs> ten years ago, polyamory was just cheating. Correct. <laughs> it was just it was, side, it was just a side piece. It was being a whore. <laughs> <laughs> it's it called you didn't want commitment, right? Right now it's polyamory, right? Because you're going back to the same side piece more than once, yeah, right. And then now you've got some simp boyfriend that right. will, like, put up with it. Like, the three of you now have dinner together. Right. Right? <laughs> but you're still cheating like on the fucking person you were who's, with. Are you fucking her or am I fucking her? Whose night is it? <laughs> right. Oh, maybe we're just going to fuck each other. I don't know. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see how I'm feeling after a Chardonnay or two. <laughs> right? <laughs> after a couple Trulies. Right. <laughs> how do you think it happened? <laughs> right. Now people got white rocks and upside down pineapples. Who knows what's going on? Yeah. <clears throat> but look, but all of a sudden, because... Some of these people didn't want the backlash or whatever it was are now trying to make it normalized in the kids. Yeah. And it's like, bro, no one was saying this shit wasn't normal. But whatever you did behind your closed doors was your thing. Yeah, that was your thing. Yeah. Nobody needs to know. But then, well, how come a man and a woman can kiss on screen? You're fine with that. But when a man to man kiss on the screen, you're, you're you're all up in arms about it. Nobody's fucking up in arms about it. But now it's like you're pressing the envelope more and more and more. It's like, come, I, why you're making it a priority now, mm-hmm. rather than you as an adult making your own decision. Now you're putting. Now you're going to try and push this on impressionable minds and if you don't think kids are impressionable you ain't met one right yeah and so but they're like well the, the more you normalize it when they're younger the more they accept it when they're older okay now you're trying to raise kids that aren't yours yeah you know and you know i, I had the conversation with my wife a few times about this about you know how there are certain populations at school where the kids are just spouting some crazy shit, mm-hmm. right? And it's not just white suburban kids, you know, black inner city kids, or you know, white inner city kids. Like all these kids are like a lot of these parents don't parent, or yeah. they parent the way someone else doesn't like it. Well, guess what? You live amongst people who don't think like you. Yeah, they get to parent their kids the way they want, and you get to parent the kids the way you want. You don't get to dictate how another kid thinks, feels, or or anything in a public school. That's not what a public school is for. Right. If a kid's an asshole, he's an asshole. You can choose not to live by those people that created an asshole, or you can choose to stay there and deal with the asshole. You don't then get to now brainwash the asshole's kid. Right. And then if you move someplace else, chances are there's going to be another asshole. There's guaranteed to be another asshole. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. There, There's no hedge money anywhere. Right. And what 
what kind of gets drives me nuts when they say, you know, something is violence. Nope. And my kids, one of my kids said that, and I forget what it was. Um, and they said, and that's violence. I said, no, no, no. violence is like if I tell you I'm going to punch you in the mouth, that's not violence. When I punch you in the mouth, that's when it becomes violence. Like, don't confuse what violence is. So, someone not agreeing with you on something is not violence. Um, Violence is a physical act. Like, that's punching you in the mouth is when the violence begins. Right. So, but they learned it somewhere. And it could be something on their tablet or YouTube or whatever in, in class. I'm not sure. But I had to correct them and say, no, no, that's, that's not violence. Violence is, if I say I'm going to punch you in the mouth, that's not violence. It becomes violence when I punch you in the mouth. Does that make sense? <laughs> like, try to boil it down to as simple as I can because words aren't violence. I, I don't care how you slice it. Words are not violence. Right. Um, being offended is not, you haven't been physically injured. And people are just losing their minds like, you're giving these other you all they're all about power structures and this and that you're giving that person power over you when you get offended over stupid ass shit like just d- choose not to be offended right like the he him guy he's got power over me because I get triggered by yeah. it I shouldn't let it and to be honest with you, like after this after this interaction I'm gonna have with this guy I'm not gonna give him two thoughts. Well, it's, it, it, and the thing is, that it probably kind of makes you look at this guy like, what, why do you have to have that in there? You know, when you think of that person, it's almost like he's the guy who's wearing a mask outside. What? Why do you think you need that? Well, I guess it bothers me because, the, the, especially the guy with the he him, he he's at a higher level making decisions about stuff. And a decision that could impact me. Mm-hmm. For example, what if he's the one that that creates another training I have to do that takes me another hour or so on an annual basis that I have to do on top of the fifteen I already have to do? And it's about how to put pronouns in your emails. Correct. Sure. It's about yeah. it, it, right, and it's about pronouns and emails, yeah. or it's about you know uh, how, it, not using pronouns in the body of an email, yeah. or. Yeah, you know, how my thoughts are now violence, or how or, you, yeah, or how you using gendered language is violence. Correct. And so, like, my, my thing is, if someone comes and presents as a man, and it turns out that they're a woman, that person has to give everyone else some grace. And not be all sanctimonious. So, like, if I go, hey, what's up, dude? And they say, well, actually, it's, you know, it's, you know, I'm not a dude, I'm a girl. Oh, sorry. Like, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings or be mean to you. But you came across a certain way. That's how anyone else would see it. Oh, you're not? Okay. Well, what? Oh, you're a girl. I'll I'll call you she for whatever. Okay. If that's what, I'm not going to be mean to you. Um... But they have they can't, But immediately, what they do is they'll come out and write a launch a TikTok video about how you're, you know, not acknowledging their their gender is violence against them. I'm like, whoa, whoa, time the fuck out. Right. It is not. 
you presented as X, you know, it's like if if someone has a little baby and they're all wearing blue and the baby has a toy truck, you're like, oh, this is a cute little boy. Actually, th- that's a girl. Oh, sorry. It's just the baby had was wearing blue and holding a truck. I figured that's kind of boy territory, but oh, hey, your daughter's beautiful. Or, or have you heard of these assholes that say, oh, we, we, haven't, we haven't decided on a gender yet. Motherfucker's five. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure it's either got a dangling or it doesn't. Is it, is it gear up or down? Right. Like, <laughs> like, like until they're 18, the change. I, I just don't like some of these parents that are trying to make these decisions for their kids. When, when you look at them, though, it's always some kind of. When you look at the parents, there's always some kind of chubby ish. Woman and some feckless, henpecked, skinny dude. When you like, that's kind of like how it plays. He's just doing whatever to make her. I, I don't. I never like, dude. Be a man. Like, stay, like, it, why are you going along with this shit? If you put ten people in a row, and and you had to guess which one. Let's their kid be gender fluid. You'd probably pick him out a hundred percent of the time. You, it's guaranteed. It's the one who's probably the, 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 the uh, farmer-looking one with the vegan, who, the farmer, the vegan farmer who grows their own alfalfa sprouts right. and shit. You know what I'm saying? Or actually, I mean, in the suburbs, who knows what? It, it, you never know. It could be the Range Rover. The idea with this one, and like. I deal with her because I have to, not mm-hmm. because I want to. But every time she says some bullshit, I'm just like, good lord, you're <laughs> a fucking moron. And like, she's going to make decisions for our kids, for our children. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you can't be fucking serious with this. That like, you are not a serious individual. Right. You're a joke of a human being. And the fact that you get put in charge of other people. Like in her real job, she teaches other people to do shit. Mm-hmm. You gotta be kidding me with this. You, <laughs> like, you can barely run your own fucking life. Yeah, you're a disaster. Like, you're not reliable in anything that we're doing. <laughs> Can't imagine you're reliable in anything else you're doing. Right. But somehow, they're successful in their life, being a complete fucking moron. But it, it, it's just like. For, for example, it's a person who wants everything to be equitable, right? We live in the suburbs. We don't have a huge disparity in incomes around here. Now, we do have some. Right. But this person is like, we had a conversation about how much field trips should cost. Mm-hmm. And she said, well, they should only be $10. I said, well, what, what if there's a field trip that costs like 50 that's more enriching and better for the children to go yeah. and, and experience. I said, you know, we all moved out here for the, a better education for our children. Otherwise, we go live in you know downtown Annapolis or Glen Burnie or, or yeah. West or West County, right? And let our kids get a shit education out there. Mm-hmm. And she goes, "Oh, I can't believe you just said that." Like, what are you talking about? You moved out here. What, why are you here? Like, why did you move out here? <laughs> like, you can't tell me you didn't move out here so that your kid would have more opportunity. Yeah. 
even if it costs more. You can obviously afford to live here because you bought that house. Like, I get it. You don't want some people to be left out. And we can take care of them. I was like, we can make it so that if it's a $50 field trip, the kids that can't afford to go will go. We will make sure of that. Well, and that's, but I'm not saying we shouldn't have a $50 field trip because we got some kids that can't afford to go. Right, so we're just so not going to do it we, we gotta because sp- someone might feel bad that they, that they can't do it when we can make sure that they do. And here's the thing, like, say the field trip only charge costs 40 mm-hmm. but you charge 50 to make sure that all the kids that may not be able to afford to go to it could go to it. I'm gladly paying that extra $10. And I'm sure, I shouldn't say everybody. We, we have found... That a majority will. Yeah. Like, over and above what we asked. Yeah. Like, when we've ever asked for donations, we get, we, we cut, we literally have to cut it off. Yeah. And we'll say, look, we know you want to donate. Wait till there'll be another time. Please yeah. wait for that. Yeah. This is what we need right now. And, but my thing is, we, we send our kids here, we bought houses here. Like if, if if I wanted my kids to get a good education at a private school, I would have bought a house in Glen Burnie for about two hundred grand less, mm-hmm. and I would have sent them to a private school where they can charge whatever they want at that yeah. point. But no, I wanted to live here because the public school here was good, and I knew that my kid would get a similar education to a private school. Yeah, and yes, it might cost me fifty dollars for a field trip. But I live here because I wanted this for my kid. It's like you're, and so I said, so wait, I said, so with 650 kids, you'd rather not have that better experience because 20 kids couldn't afford to do it, even though we can still send them. Yeah. And I literally, I, I, you would have thought that I was some elitist motherfucker. Like, I don't think you understand how life works. Not everything is fucking fair and equal. Nothing outside of that little world that they're trying to create is. Well, you know what they you also know, well, it's easy for you to say. Well, but here's what they, but what they do is they throw oh well you're you're coming from a position of privilege. Of course. They'll throw that out there to kind of try to take your argument out from underneath. And I'll say, "Oh, what what privilege do I have that I haven't worked for?" So, oh well, obviously, you know, you're you're a white male, so you have privilege. And I'm like, okay, so, but as far as my economic standing in life, how did? Well, you know, obviously because of who you, because of what you look like and where you live, you know, you have inherited generational wealth. Oh, I do, because <laughs> my inherited generational wealth from my mom and dad was seven hundred fifty dollars. And my dad from his dad was nothing because my father's, my biological grandfather was an alcoholic and, you know, drank himself to death. And everyone else were coal miners that came from France and Belgium and Germany. And as soon as they got here, there's no war to be fought to go blow them up in. So they put them in the coal mines. So that's where they went. So where's the privilege? And in, because in if you could tell me where it is, I'll, I'm all like, I'm. Like, let me know where it is, so I'll go grab some of this privilege. I'm, don't get me wrong. I had some privilege. Not monetarily, necessarily. Mm-hmm. 
My my parents didn't come for money, but worked their entire lives. Yeah. We always had a roof over our head, always had yep. food to eat. That's some privilege right there. I get that. But right now, in my current job, someone that didn't go to college, so someone with a high school diploma could have gotten my job mm-hmm. and rode the promotions up, because it's not like the job I have today requires a college education. Yeah. But I've been doing it for 18 years. Mm-hmm. I make my living, and I... I'm able to afford what I yeah. can afford. And and you could have rode the promotions up too had you chosen to. I could have. And but you were satisfied doing what you did or didn't want to deal with the headaches of 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 supervision or whatever it is. So you well, I also you know, when I was younger I didn't and not that I have anything against people to get tattoos or whatever, but I made different financial decisions than most people. Mm-hmm. And when I was twenty twenty two I bought a house. I didn't get I didn't get I, I needed $3,000, so I got a $3,000 loan Yeah, for my down payment. So rather than being a young kid that went and got $3,000 worth of tattoos. Or bought a motorcycle or... Correct. Yeah. I, I didn't do any of that. Yeah. I literally went, bought a duplex because I knew I could rent one of them out. Mm-hmm. When, I moved to, when I moved to Maryland, I rented both of them out. Yeah. And I made $600 a month. Mm-hmm. On that house, when I sold it, I I got thirty grand out of that. I sold it within f- three or four years after I bought it. Anybody can do that. Oh yeah. I said, well, not not everybody. You're white. You could do it. I bought it in a depressed area. I didn't buy it in some suburban area. Mm-hmm. Anybody could have bought that house. I bought it for ninety-seven thousand bucks. Yeah. Again, I put three thousand down. Took advantage of a first-time homebuyer program. Mm-hmm. Anybody could have done that. Oh, and, and, so, and so, the, but, my, but my thing is, decisions can lead to privilege. Yeah, and and that's the thing. Like, there's nothing that I have or that my father had that someone else can't start doing now, and very within a generation or two get get there. So. There was a guy I used to work with, um, and he he came from nothing. Black dude grew up in D.C., but he's like, "Hey, I'm not. I'm this is the. I'm not living this life." And he come, he started investing in real estate and doing things like that, and had a a full time job, but all kinds of real estate and investments. And I mean, dude's a millionaire, and so he did it. So it's not, it's just, make, now, some of these kids don't know. And I do believe in that rich dad, poor dad thing, yep. you know. Mm-hmm. Some people don't understand compounding interest and all this. Yeah. I, I get it. But it's not hard to learn. And there's all kinds of people out there that are willing to teach you how to do it. You know, my thing is I can have a lot more, but I'm just, I'm, I'm risk averse. I'm not the type who's like, you know, like I understand like, oh, I'll use debt to finance this to, you know, right. but my whole thing is like, eh, what if it goes, you know, anxiety kicks in and I don't do it. But there's nothing that anyone's doing here that's that's rocket science or you have to be part of, you know, skull and bones to do. Like, no. anyone can do it. So I was fortunate enough with real estate because my dad did it. Mm-hmm. He did the property ladder thing, right? Um, And so that's how I learned about it. Now... 
he never owned multiple multiple properties. I mean, he he had maybe two, mm-hmm. but we always lived there, like because we were, my dad was in the military. So when we moved to a new base, he would buy a house. Yeah, and then when we left, he would rent. He would it would be a rental. Yeah, but he never kept more than two at a time. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's what I ended up doing. Yeah, there are probably military families that own them everywhere they've been. Right. So like when I lived in upstate New York, I bought a house. Like I rented for a year, saved up my money, and then I bought that house. Mm-hmm. When I moved to Baltimore, I did the same thing. I rented for two years while I had that one up there. I sold that one up there. And I bought a condo down here. Yeah. Because with, with the equity I had, I was able to buy the condo. That was my down payment for the condo. Yeah. Well, then I got married. We bought another house. We kept the condo as a rental. And then we ended up with this house. Cause, and then we kept that other one as a rental. Yeah. Now, it doesn't always work out. We sold that one for a loss. Kind of lo- We lost some money on it. But we made money on the, on the condo. Mm-hmm. But that's how you do real estate. Yeah. And that's how we ended up with this house. Yeah. Because we use money from one to pay for this one. But that's mm-hmm. how you start, right? Yeah. But yeah, it, there's so many people out there, though. Like, and like you said, there's a lot of people out there willing to teach you. There's also a lot of people out there willing to teach you the wrong shit. Yeah. One of the biggest examples out there, in my opinion, is a guy named Dave Ramsey. Okay. Everyone has heard of that fucking dude. Yeah. His main thing is you don't want to have debt. Mm-hmm. No debt at all. Pay cash for everything. Yeah. That's the f- biggest fucking stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. And the guy, the rich dad, poor dad guy, the mm-hmm. Bob Ki- Kiyosaki guy, mm-hmm. whatever. Okay. He Even he's out there now finally speaking out against this Dave Ramsey bullshit. Because there's good debt and there's bad debt. Mm-hmm. And it takes a while to learn that shit. Now, and this has ended up being like a little bit of a fucking financial lesson, but there are ways, like you said, you're risk averse, right? Most people leave their money in a checking account. Or at best have a checking in a savings and they, and they leave like a little chunk in the savings. Mm-hmm. The problem is your savings account is only earning you about two and a half percent right now. Back right. a few years ago, it was earning you less than that. It was earning you like 0.25%. Oh, yeah. shit. Right now, even at the banking at the bank you're currently at, I guarantee they have something called a certificate of deposit. It's mm-hmm. called a CD. And they're usually fixed terms. They could be anywhere three months, six months. They do nine months, 12 months, 24, 72, whatever. You can, you can set it up for as long as you want. But they earn you more than a savings account. Now, I just did one. I, it, I did it with my bank. I literally just took money from my savings, transferred it over to the CD. Mm-hmm. I locked my money up for nine months, though. But I earned 4.5% interest. Now, if I do it again, my nine months is up. I can roll it over again. I can do it another nine months for 5%. Mm-hmm. The thing is, though, that 5% and that 4.5%, it's still more than the 1% or 2% in my savings account. Yep. And technically, it's still liquid. You might pay a little bit of a penalty, but you won't pay more than the interest you earned. Yeah. So you'll at least get your principal back, mm-hmm. right? That alone is something that a lot of people never learn, mm-hmm. is that something as simple as a certificate of deposit, which is extremely safe, can earn you more interest than a savings account. But you're right. A lot of people don't learn that. So is there some privilege in that? Sure. Just from having the knowledge. But, and look, I, I'm not one to say that, look, 
some historical factors might have prevented someone from being a multimillionaire by now oh, sure. because I they mean, weren't allowed to buy a house in a certain zone yeah no there's 30 years ago and there's all kinds of you know if you look at it let's just think about you know slavery was looking at 150 years ago there were slaves in the United States you know um maybe a little bit longer than that so yeah. 50, 155 years ago, there were slaves in the United States. So the echoes of that system still exist. Like, they're still around. Um, but is that the reason the echoes are still there? Or because new policies get put in place right, so that further hindered things? Absolutely. Yeah, the, uh, what is it, redlining and all that stuff? Well, not just redlining, though. It was, and this is, this is a little far-fetched, and if people want to look into it, they can. But the welfare system mm-hmm. and public housing, it basically grouped minorities together, poor minorities together yeah. into depressed economic zones. But it also disincentivized marriage yes. and minorities. Yep. And one of the bi- biggest statistics of successful children is the fact that 70% of a certain minority's households don't have two parents in the home. Correct. And that doesn't mean divorce. Is it, it, it When it says um, that the 30% could include uh, parents that are still involved, mm-hmm. like co-parent successfully, right? That is That one stat alone is a leading indicator of successful children. Yeah. Is having two parents in the household, mm-hmm. or two parents successfully co-parenting, yeah. either way, and the welfare system disincentivized the marriage and having the man in the home because the woman wouldn't get paid as much if there were two people in the home. Correct. Because I, I believe it's because the income level would be too high, and they wouldn't be able to get as much in the government benefits. Yeah. Some could say that hurt a certain population of this country more than anything else. Mm -hmm. Because before that... And they're still doing it. Well, they're they're still doing it. And and before that was put in place, the number of two-parent households was actually the complete inverse of what it is now. Mm -hmm. I believe it was 80% of that minority's household was two-parent households. And the income level of the adjusted for inflation... Was actually higher than it is now. Yeah, and it was true. And, and the trajectory it was steadily, it was steadily rising. And it was steadily yeah. rising, but they don't want to talk about that. That's probably one of the. It, it probably has more of an impact on certain communities than slavery ever did. Oh yeah. Now I'm not saying like I'm not here saying slavery was great. No, right. slavery sucked. It was a fucking bullshit thing. Yeah. Sorry it happened. However, the trajectory of black people before that happened was actually, it, they were doing better than white people yeah. at the time, at least statistically. Um, and it, it, Black Wall Street was one of them, and that was, you could you could chalk that up to probably systemic racism, though. Yeah. The fact that it, fucking Black Wall Street was fucking burned, burned to the ground. Burned yeah, to the ground. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah, and that's a whole other topic, but that also didn't stem from slavery. Right. It stemmed from racism, but not slavery. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
but the, yeah, it, so the privilege issue, it depends on which lens you're looking at it yeah. from. And, and the thing is, like, the privilege thing where say, like, oh, well, you, uh, you only have what you have because of your white privilege. Right. Well, then that discounts everything that my buddy has worked for and is a millionaire, so why'd he get it? Because he, he had to work doubly hard as you. Well, yeah, it's it's like, or it tells him that he can't do it, so why bother trying? It's like last time I checked, if he went into the bank to get that same loan that I did, I mean, it, he didn't have to take twice as many steps to get there. Yeah, he, he the level of effort was the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Did he have to pay more in interest? I don't know. I mean, I, I you you can get there's so many different factors that play yeah. into this, but I don't know. It, it, we veered off the virtue signaling. Oh, big time. <laughs> um, I don't know. The, the virtue signaling, I don't know. I, I, I guess it, it all does tie together, right? Because some people want to say that they're on the side of something. But at the end of the day, like they got kids now virtue signaling the war in Israel. And they're literally, they're 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 using concrete on their hands to basically it's not gluing themselves to the road. They're encasing themselves to the road mm-hmm. by using quickcrete. Yeah. So that they literally have to have the EMT service come out and chisel them out. Mm-hmm. Like that's virtue signaling. Yeah. <laughs> Because you didn't do shit other than basically fuck up your hands because that shit's going to hurt coming off. Like, who thinks to literally concrete themselves to concrete? Like, what are, you, what are we doing? Yeah. I, I, or the people singing Kumbaya while they're blocking the Holland Tunnel. Mm-hmm. All you're doing is making people mad at you. Like, if there was someone who was pro-Palestine... But got stopped because they couldn't get in the Holland Tunnel because you were protesting. Guess what? They're pro-Israel now. Oh yeah, they yeah, <laughs> they're they're waving the Israeli flag and we're we're bringing attention to the cause. Yeah, you are. Yeah, not in the way you think. It's just like every time I see someone with like the Ukrainian flag in their profile, it's like tell me tell me you don't know what's going on over there without right. telling me. Yeah, that, and the fact we keep sending just all kinds of money over there. Well, it's like the latest bill they got. It's it's labeled the border security bill. Mm-hmm. None of the money's going to the southern border. Right. Where's it go? Ukraine, Israel. Where else does it go? It's going Ukraine, Israel, and um, shit. I forgot the other country it's going to. How many how many countries are we at war with? Well, apparently now we're at war with the Houthi rebels in Yemen. They're actually firing rockets at our ships. Yeah. So we're, we got, add them to the list. Although apparently it's all Iran doing all this shit. They're, they're, they want to go to war with Iran. At this point, and look. But see, the thing is, Northrop Grumman and Raytheon and Boeing, they don't make money securing the border. No. They make money selling, selling, I mean, selling weapons and munitions to Israel and Ukraine and dropping bombs on Iran and the Houthi rebels. Yeah, you can't you can't make money with razor wire. No, that's cheap. That's a one time. That where's the residuals on income right. off of that? Right. You put it out there, and then it's there. Right. 
You know, you sell a bomb, you drop the bomb. It's a, it, it's a you need a new bomb. Yeah, hmm, I got to replenish that. Yeah, you, you buy another, you know, know, another four hundred thousand dollar missile. And the funny part is, they're making money from the Houthis because that probably came from us too. Mm-hmm. And they're making money from us shooting the. They're yeah. just making money. Like they just see dollar signs flying through the air. But and, and the thing is, all these problems that we have here could all be solved with the money they're pissing away on this nonsense. Well, Ukraine's gotten over what? I think it's $150 billion now. Mm-hmm. $150 billion. But the thing is, none of these politicians are interested in any solutions to any of these problems. They don't want to end, they don't want to end black poverty. They want an issue. And their shareholder, their donor class, they don't care about it. They want things that are going to increase their stock uh, value. So, no one gives a shit about that. Homelessness, they don't care about that. They, they want issues. The border, they want the issue. They don't want a solution. Can, how can, you can't cudgel the other side with a, with a solution. I want to put $150 billion into perspective for some people. This country, the United States, has 350 million Americans. Mm-hmm. If you doubled that, that's $700 million. If you double that, $1.4 billion. Think about that. Mm-hmm. You could give every American in this country $3 million. Yeah. $3 million. No, wait, that's not right, is it? I guess that'd be a dollar. Yeah. Hey. What's... If you know how to do math, <laughs> put that in the comments below. You could basically give everyone a whole lot of money. Yeah, and my phone calculator doesn't have as many zeros to do that with. Yeah, so. I, I really don't know what I'm doing. Um, but my point is, a lot of that money could have gone to people. Yeah. Although they tried that, and then that led to inflation, where now everything's unaffordable. Right. Can't afford a car because a, an F-150 is like 75000 because that's the base price now. Oh, apparently. it's nuts. Or 65000 some stupid bullshit. They could have given everyone $3, man. <laughs> that was, was going to be my big point. I was, gonna, I, I, I was coming at that with such confidence. Oh, you were you were, you were committed. I was gonna, like, committed to the I, attack. And then I actually thought about it. I was like, Ooh, yeah. this doesn't sound great. <laughs> 1. 1.4 times... And so 14. I mean, look, it could be a lot of money. That's all, even with the calculator, I can't fucking do math. <laughs> Again, not a factual podcast right. for anyone out there who's thinking about it. They could probably give a couple grand. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go with a couple grand because other stuff. Let's take know. the poorest Americans. You lift them out of poverty. Right. So here's the problem, though. They did that with the COVID checks. And everybody bought shit and raised oh, yeah. the price of everything, which is like, and this comes, this is where the car comes in. So now that's why the car costs 65, 75,000 yeah. for an F-150. Yeah. Then I knew I'd make it work. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're now, we're in seven minutes in. I ain't making sense anymore. No, we're done. Okay. Um, so if you also have some he, hims and she, hers and, and you know, the funny part is like, I don't think it would matter to me if there was 
some uh, ambiguity there, and, I, and it, it's a helpful thing. Like yeah. if you put if you put she her, and your name was Jim Smith, and you look like a and you look like the you know the old man from Fraggle Rock, you know, sure the she her helps me out. Yeah, because you don't look like a she her, and your name doesn't say a, she her. There's a purpose to it. Yeah, you know, I you're I helping said, me out. I said I hate zooms. I hate zooms. Teamy. I hate and all the dumb jokes and everyone talk. I I can't stand them. <laughs> So it's bad. It's either it could be an email, or it has to be important enough to everyone to get together in the same room. Those are the two. Like, there's no like zooms are dumb, and people just have these meetings because oh, it's so easy to have a meeting now. We just have a meeting. No, I don't want to talk to any of you people. So is it one where everyone goes around the Zoom space room and they introduce themselves and they start out and they say, oh, you know, my name's Becky Smith. I work for blah, 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 blah. My pronouns are she, her. And then the next one does, and it comes to me. And I'm like, yeah, give my name, position. And I would say, I'm like, and no one else goes. It's like they're waiting. I was like, yeah, that's it. (laughs) Keep going. I'm not playing your game. Next. (laughs) And I said next. Yeah. (laughs) Like, if you can't figure this out, like... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's the guy though. Every t- next time, you should, you should just throw out the she/her. Yes, <laughs> see what happens. Like, huh? <laughs> or, or do like some fucking weird shit, like uh, Zy Zorg. Yeah. <laughs> like people are like, what the fuck? Well, is some Zy of the, Zorg? Fu- the funny ones were were people like, and my you know mine are uh, you know uh, let's go and Brandon <laughs> or <laughs> fuck around find out. <laughs> But I, I have yet to see that on a con call where someone's gone that route. Yeah, and you know, if someone feels the need to do it and they do it, uh, whatever. I'm not doing it. No, I'm not doing it to get sucked in because I don't feel the. Some people may feel the need that they have to do it for whatever. Hey, it, I'll be. I I I am what I am. Here I am sitting here in front of you. You know, if you go and say, "Oh, I thought you were a girl," I'll be like, "You need to get your eyes checked." <laughs> I am. I'd be the ugliest woman you ever saw. You know, if someone says, hey, uh, pardon me, ma'am. Yeah, what's up? What you need? Yeah. Just roll with it. I don't I mean, give a shit. I mean, your name could go either way. My name could go either way. I mean, the beard kind of throws it off. Right, but it's just an email. Like, but let's say, I don't have the, let's say I don't have the video on. Yeah. Right? I could see how it goes a different way. Yeah. And if you call me ma'am, you know what? I'll respond to that shit, too. Yeah, with that voice. I'm like, oh, I think I'm... Look, maybe I'm a woman who smoked for 20 years, and uh, I just have a really deep sex. Maybe I'm a phone sex worker. You know what I'm saying? Got that throaty voice. Just getting guys off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just just shooting loads all over the place. I don't know. Got that OnlyFans. Right. Shit. If I had OnlyFans, maybe I'd be fucking making more money. Be probably more lucrative than a podcast. That's for sure. <laughs> I have more than seven viewers. <laughs> all right. Thank you for listening. Thank you, uh, Brian Schilling and AppleSomeExperts.com. Go check them out. Like, subscribe, comment, share all the fun stuff. We'll see you next time.